I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad, is sad clown. Dude, that's pretty good. This is The Gloom, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in The Gloom. All right, and we're back. Uh, man, just was was chatting with this guy, um, and it's good to see him. Uh, he lives on the east side of town uh, and has been a leader for us, uh, formerly at, at Ironwood. Uh, he's got a one-year-old, I uh, just found out, which is super exciting. And I just love that he's always smiling, uh, always bringing a, a cheerful, joyful <laughs> attitude uh, to the gloom. So we got uh, Dome is on with us, man. Uh, you do look good, although people listening won't won't see you. I can, I can vouch you're looking good. Um, where we like to start off is just sort of that, you know, that first workout, who EH'd you, uh, what, what did you think of the workout, and then how'd you get the name Dome? Yeah, no, no problem. And it's an honor to be here, Plague. I appreciate you <laughs> inviting me to be on. Um, I got to tell you a quick secret. I'm actually, I live on the west side. Oh, you do? Yes. And I just I come know. over every day on the east side pretend no to be one way. of them yeah oh, my mind is blown just I don't tell you... any of the east side guys that oh they my might look God. at me differently yeah you have imposter syndrome when you go down a little bit of imposter syndrome <laughs> that's why i have to smile a lot oh yeah i'm one of you guys um where do you live so i'm at 132nd and dodge it's more really? central-ish central but... i guess yeah if you're talking f3 omaha sectors wow that is that blew my mind okay well thanks for clarifying i love that um, but I was EH'd by spreadsheet. Oh, okay. Okay. And we went to college together. You know, he was the cool jock. I was the <laughs> finance nerd. Um, but he's just like, there's a bunch of great dudes. The workouts are free. You know what he got to lose. Mm. Um, so I went grills was queuing that day. Had a great workout. All the guys were friendly, real nice. Yeah. All seemed like great dudes. And I, it just it just fit you wow. know I, where would you rather be at 5 30 than sweating <laughs> with a bunch of awesome dudes in the morning yeah but we uh, land on the name dome uh so i was just talking and i i think someone just noticed i had a large melon oh, okay <laughs> and they're <laughs> like you know what dome we're, we're gonna go with dome and just, just just sink it there and i'm like you know what it's simple yeah it's better than other names i've been given so i will take it yeah, that's awesome. Well, so so it, it was a good workout. Were you working out before or doing anything from a fitness perspective? Nothing, nothing regularly. Like we have a gym at our uh, office here in Omaha. So I usually hit that up every once in a while, but I was just kind of, it wasn't scheduled. You know, I didn't really like working out on my own. It's really tough to push myself to be like, oh, I'm going to run on the treadmill and, and do, yeah. you know. 100 pull-ups 200 push-ups and whatever the murph is i would never do that on my own so yeah. fortunately i got guys like stitches that will force me to run faster than i thought i could just to keep up with them yeah for sure well in i mean i think you bring up a good point right is like that's sort of the draw for for many of us right is i i 
constantly find myself doing stuff where I'm like, I would never do this if you guys weren't here, you know, or I wouldn't push myself as hard, you know, which is awesome. Right. I'm curious if you go back a little bit, um, what was life like for you, like growing up? Like, did you, were you active in sports where I guess I, I don't know if you were joking there that spreadsheet was the jock and you were the finance nerd or, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Did you grow up in an environment where you were playing sports being active or, you know, almost at a requirement. So I grew up, uh, Northeast Nebraska near okay. Madison, uh, South of Norfolk on a farm. And I went not, I not joke a three room schoolhouse, uh, oh, wow. K through eighth. And then there was a Lutheran high school that took all those small Lutheran schools and kind of took kids from all of those to combine them. And just to get, a, you know, a, an eight man football team together, they basically <laughs> needed to recruit every single guy. Yeah, you had to play. You had to play. Okay. Uh, so I played some football. I played basketball. Uh, we ended up co-oping with the Catholic school in town to get a soccer team together. So I did that for a year and it was, I, Love sports. Um, was definitely not good enough to play in college, but <laughs> I can tell you I was a three sport athlete played. Yeah, varsity in all three, right? Varsity, that's right. I let yeah. it. <laughs> that's awesome. We could only have a varsity team, but yeah, you need to counts. get that letter jacket, man. That would be a, a cool jacket to get. <laughs> Maybe I for should, Christmas. I should. I should bring it to one of the workouts. Yeah. Yeah. Just wear it. I love that. So, so did you, do you have siblings at all? Like were, were your siblings a driver of getting involved in, in sports or what was that like for you? Yeah. I had two older brothers. Um, okay. they were very, we don't look anything alike. They are very much bigger than I am. Okay. I think my, what my oldest brother was 285 through high school. My other brother was sitting like 225 okay. to 235 in high school. I was like 160, like a tall pencil. Yeah. Um, but you needed them. So that, that would, that's who Nebraska's recruiting for, for like linemen, right? Is the, you know, farm kids from Nebraska. That's right. The, the big boys. <laughs> yeah. They didn't, they didn't, apparently I never got the call. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they don't want the 160 pencil sticks. Yeah. I remember we play a football game and I was middle linebacker for the game. And I was probably the smallest little middle linebacker in the district mm. and, and we were playing Fremont Bergen and these Catholic schools, you know, I'm not going to say they recruit, but they had some big boys yeah. on those teams and they had a running back that looked like Troy Polamalu mm. and they would do the same play over and over. It'd be a quarterback draw with him like lead blocking. Oh, wow. And guess who would be in the gap every time trying to stop him? You were there. Yeah. A 160 pound guy. <laughs> just, just, pancaked over every time did you ever stop him you know i think i might have tripped him with like the back of my heel the one one time i got pancaked so okay. it counts yeah. well so tell me how you how do you feel today about your sort of physical fitness do you feel like you're in pretty good shape or are you reaching your your goals in that space i think so. i mean i feel healthy i can still you know i think i just want to be healthy enough to do things especially yeah. like when my kid grows up, being able to do activities with them, very physical activities. Oh. I'm a little bit heavier than I want to be still. I'd like to get mm -hmm. not to 160, my high school weight, but maybe 185 or something. Sure. Cruising speed. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm like 6'2". Okay. Yeah. Have you, so I guess as you've been doing F3, do you feel like 
the workouts? Like, have you been, you know, so you went to, I guess, where'd you start? What was your first site? Was it like Battlefield then with grills on the queue or? Um, it was Cornhusker. Oh, okay. With grills on the queue. Okay. And it was like, I think it was early November, 2020. Okay. And it was yeah. freezing hell outside. Yeah. Where was your second post? Did you go to Heavy or Paradise right after Future. that? Future. Future. Okay. Yeah. Have you, I mean, do you feel like the, the workouts we've got available give you what you need to sort of grow or, or gain your fitness goals, you feel like? Oh, yeah. I feel challenged. You know, I, you mentioned Paradise. I've gone, every time I go to Paradise, I'm always huffing and puffing, trying to keep up. Um, yeah. Doing the Smurf at Ironwood on Mondays is yeah. always quite the challenge. So there's definitely a lot of workouts there that, that, that push me. Yeah, to be be better physically. Well, it's it's the workouts, and then it's these other guys, right? It's like I was just talking to Farva the other day, and and like he's gonna always be coming up with some crazy thing, right? That like you're like, wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait, we're gonna do a Murph, and then a pre run, and then a Murph, and then a beat down, and, and I, like just you know, it's like there's always <laughs> you can always do more. Um, we, but it, it we had. Oh, go ahead. We had Black Lung lead a, a Murph at Ironwood once. Oh yeah. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna change things up." So instead of doing the nice flat, you know, one mile run around that creek that's by Memorial, he's like, yeah. "You know, what? we're gonna run up this hill around St. Margaret Mary's and come back like every <laughs> every other round." Oh no. And I was I was done by the end of it. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have to take a week off. Yeah. It was oh pretty God. intense. Yeah, some of these guys are just animals. Like they're, um, yeah. Black Lung is. I mean, he's he's like the three time, four time reigning champ of the Trek the Tower, and um, I think he won IPC. Although I don't know that they post official results there, but we need to make sure he wears his F three gear for that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good marketing. <laughs> what do you think? Then it sounds like for you, maybe the the motivator for the the first F piece is really just sort of that long long term. Uh, wellness, right? You're not necessarily pursuing a to be a marathon runner or any sort of you know CrossFit games, but you just want to be healthy for your family. It sounds like, yeah, I think just long term, like being able to, you know, if my kids want to hike up a mountain, you know, ten, twenty years from now or whatever, I want to be right there next to them, and that's the main motivation that to keep that first step up. Yeah, I love it. Well, curious then on the second F, you know, when you think about just kind of relationships in general, but like, you know, coming into the group, you had uh, obviously a relationship with Spreadsheet, but was there anybody else that you knew or that was familiar when you started the group? Uh, There's some other guys from work like Bovine, even though he's moved out to, to Albion mm-hmm. these days, you know, yeah. he's, he's he was a great buddy at work, uh, E85 and Beeps. Yeah. I I always give them a little bit of shit when I don't see him in the mornings at Ironwood. So it's it's kind of nice to see him later in the day and be able to to dig him a little bit. Oh yeah, you um, work with both of those guys. I work with both those guys. Nice. So Did you it's meet always, uh, I think E eighty five was already there, and I think E eighty five actually E H Connor. But I'm I'm I, I think I kind of grilled him a little bit too of like, hey, you should you should show up, man. Yeah, if you can get multiple people, you know, coming from different angles, EH and a guy, that's that's the sauce right there. Yeah, if you if you pressure them enough, 
you know, maybe they'll finally, this analogy is going poorly. Right. Burst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, um, so, so as you think about the other relationships though, like what was helpful for you in sort of getting to know other guys or building more friendships in the group? I think it's just, everybody was so open, nice. Like you just come, you just have these weird, I don't know, I don't know, relationships or, or interactions mm-hmm. with guys like Fro- every time I see Frosty, mm-hmm. he's always making jokes and making fun of me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just have that great, you know, camaraderie relationship together. Uh, and it's, it's just good guys like that. Um, being able to cue with Brewster mm-hmm. and just seeing what he's about and what really drives him. I mean, there's so many guys that you can look up to in F3. That's really a big part of that F2 that, that I look forward to every workout. Yeah. What about like coffee or pre-runs or I don't know if you've done queen service or some of those other kind of second F type of things? Any any experience there? Yeah. Try to catch coffee with the guys as much as possible. Catch up with what's going on in their life. What are they facing? Anything exciting going on? Um, I haven't done I, – I did queen service one time and failed miserably at it. Uh, and then, you know, I love how you guys, I don't know who came up with the idea, came up with this, uh, almost like a second F Q or something where you guys are coming up with a, we're coming up with events for the East side. Yeah. I've only made it to one event, but that's one of the things on my list of, I want to, I want to get to more of those and see more guys outside of the workout. Yeah. The lunches. And I think there's maybe some happy hour things that are going on or yeah, there's, the, the number of things you could participate in, right? You kind of have to be careful that you don't do it. You can't do them all, right? That's right. That's right. A, I wish there was more time than, than what we have so I could do it all. But um, yeah. those guys are just great guys to hang out with in the workout, out of the workout, anytime. Yeah. Have you, you know, gone as far as like, you know, so we, I don't know if you're familiar with QSource, but it talks about the concentric model in there. Um, is that something you've, sort of heard about or i have not gotten into the q sources as deeply i've been to some of the what they do q sources at some of the workouts yeah like, I think Bever- after, like uh beverly hills i think there's one i mean we've got them all all over but yeah i've been to one or two of those for from beverly hills but that's about okay. it any have you formed like a shield lock or any sort of you know like this idea of having a small group of guys that really maybe it's three or four guys. It's really just, you know, Hey, we're going to hold each other accountable on, you know, who we're trying to be or, or values or anything like that. Does that come up for you at all? I don't know if we've, I, we have, yeah, I have anything formal with any guys. Yeah. It's usually just me E85 and in beeps giving each other shit at work for not showing up and yeah, being better at that. But, um, I, I, I think that's something that, love to get into and, and be a part of. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny cause it's kind of like the, the, a lot of us have it right, but it's informal. Like, and when you sort of formalize it like that with a couple of guys, it kind of feels like you're asking them to date, right? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not, um, but there's, there's been quite a few guys that I think, you know, over the years have, have kind of gone through with, okay, we're going to formally be in a shield lock and we're going to, you know, meet and, you know, talk about X, Y, Z. And I think, um, you know, just like the workout, right? You have guys that are helping you be a better husband, better father, you know, friend, um, community member, whatever you, you need help with. But 
Yeah, definitely something to, to check out. I think I've struggled, you know, just um, I want to be friends with everybody. And uh, <laughs> at a certain level, you yeah. can't, right? Which is tough. But what, um, you know, when you think about some of the other key, you know, relationships, because really that second F piece, you know, is fellowship, but, but really looking at relationships more broadly. Have you noticed anything like maybe a way that F3 has benefited your relationship with your M or maybe now with your daughter? I mean, anything in that, in that space that you can see as a benefit from being a part of the group? Yeah. I, I think you just see these excellent examples of, of guys that have that lockdown that, that have been through those experiences and, and know, you know, will have that great relationship with their daughter or their M mm-hmm. that, that I can look up to and, and see as an example to be like, Hey, I want to be more like, you know, this guy and, and how he, you know, views that relationship and how he's grown it. I think that's been the biggest takeaway for me. Mm. Absolutely. What, and did you, were you already married before you started? So I was, I, I started like a month before I got married. Okay. And what, what's that been like sort of being a part of the group as you've gotten married and then had a kid? Um, well, I've been, you know, with the kid, definitely been a little bit. Uh, uh, time has been taken. Oh, sure. From from F three and and more <laughs> towards the family. Um, and usually I'd, I'd head to the workout, head straight into work, shower, and just you know, hit my computer or, or meetings or whatever needs to be done that day. Have a long day at work, get home at night, and now it's more of like I hit the workout. I get to go back home and. And, and wake up my daughter and spend the morning with her. And um, I just kind of like that cadence. It's been a really neat routine that I've really enjoyed recently. Yeah. When that's the, you know, that's, that's the right thing to do, right? We, we sort of talk about, you know, if you, if you looked at like the Q source and this concentric model, right? Like it's your, your M or your wife is in the center and your kids and you've got some close friends mentors and really work is on on the outer ring right sort of saying like you could lose your job you know at any point in time right based on whatever the company's doing but those relationships you know with with people you're close to are really the most important thing for us to spend our right. time on and it's always been interesting to me right like f3 is not like it doesn't you know f3 itself doesn't have one of those rings on the target right and so like f3 is really a a, a part of you know, maybe the, the journey, but it's not the focus. So like if, you know, and this happens to all of us, right? Like when our, my second daughter was born, I didn't post, I wouldn't post it at all. Right. It was like, you're not going to a workout, you know, you're going to stay home and help with the kids. And so just to affirm you in that, that like you're doing the right thing, you know, and if, if you're posting or cafeteria drops, you know, falls back from an attendance perspective, like, but your family's getting that time. That's, that's, you know, male community leadership right there. So yeah, enjoy those, those young years for sure. What, um, what about other, you know, just as you think about uh, other pieces of maybe it's maybe the workout or just, I don't know, maybe it's mentors in, in the group. Um, what else has been, uh, fun for you just about about f3 is it mostly just kind of the camaraderie of giving you know kind of giving each other crap back and forth and just having it's the camaraderie and it's just like talking to guys like i have to think of off the top of my head like u-haul 
and and other guys like he has a daughter and just the way he talks about the time he spends with her and everything is is you know look forward to it it's just something to look forward to not just to work out but getting to spend that time with those guys and see what they're up to and, and how their life is changing that's awesome i love it man i think it's i think it's great i think you know curious too you mentioned this a little bit earlier maybe with with schooling growing up but um, when you start thinking about like that third F piece from a faith perspective, what's been your, your journey from a third F standpoint? Um, you know, I think F3 is just kind of reinforced. I, I grew up very, very Lutheran, mm-hmm. uh, still a Lutheran, um, and have that relationship and F3 just kind of reinforced, like, you know, there's something bigger than just us. Hmm. Um, and you can kind of see it in the guys there. I think, you know, when Nugent passed away and just the amount of F3 guys that showed up for that funeral, um, and just supported that family, you could just tell there's a lot of appreciation for something bigger than ourselves in that group. And it's just refreshing to be around. Yeah. Heck yeah. What do you think of like the the prayers and the COT and all, is that sort of what you mean when you say it reinforces some of those things? Yeah, I you know these guys talk about you know not just you know, what's happening today or 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 just you know the everyday tasks we get caught up in, but mm-hmm. you know how can we be better in those COTs um, and asking for those guidance in the in in the prayers? It's I think that part is kind of that refreshing reminder of grounding us in those values, you know, mm. before we really start our day. For sure. Any, you, any opportunities you feel like for improvement for us as we're, we're thinking about, I mean, maybe it's first, second or, or third F, but anything you feel like we maybe need to take a look at or be doing, doing better or differently. I mean, I like the way we're doing it. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't think of any improvements I, w- I would change at the moment. Um, maybe if there's like a newsletter kind of recapping some of the COTs of that month or something like that, I would oh, read it. Cool. Yeah, I would like that. Um, Dude, that's a great idea. <laughs> I might, I might steal that idea and put it, put something together. That's phenomenal. But um, you know, you sit yeah. in some of these COTs, and you know, from these guys have been through you know, different experiences than me and have a great message to share. And it's like, well, what am I missing? You know, not being at the other, however many sites every day with these yeah. other guys with great stories, with great COTs that I wish I was at all of them. So yeah. that's, that might be a way we could get to uh, do the COT newsletter. I love it. What, what do you think it is? I mean, I guess, um, about you, I, you know, as I'm hearing you talk, kind of telling your story, um, you seem like you've got just like this strong sense of, of like peace or calm or, you know, maybe that's your faith or, but I don't know, what, where do you think that that comes from? Like, you don't seem like an anxious guy. I, I, or you're just hiding. I don't know. I, I, I oh, I'm just like, just unsteady underneath. Um, <laughs> your leg is, is shaking over there. No. <laughs> I just, I, you know, it's, I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I, I, I'm just a very, very mellow type of person. 
Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's just an upbringing thing, I think. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I guess I'm, I'm curious how your faith plays into that. Um, I think it's just knowing, hmm. you know, if everything was to go wrong, you know, there's, there's a reason for that or there's, you know, I, there's someone there to support me at the end of the day. Hmm. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I think for a guy, cause how, cause how old are you? You're, you're, are you 30 yet? 31. 31. Okay. She's still, still pretty young. Right. So, I mean, I think, you know, I, I'm just learning how to harness some of the, that piece. So I'm a little bit jealous here, but I, I just, yeah, I admire that about you. It's, <laughs> I think it's really cool to be able to have that perspective, um, especially as we're, as we're younger. Right. I think it's, it could be tempting to sort of get, um, caught up in, in things we can't control and be sort of anxious. And I, I don't see any of that in you. So I love that. I think that's cool. What, um, you know, as you're thinking about kind of other pieces of, of the F3 uh, puzzle, right? So we're trying to reinvigorate male community leadership and we, we do that through kind of VQs or, you know, queuing workouts and then obviously through the site queue role. Uh, curious if you, if you remember, you remember your VQ, got any fun VQ stories you would share with us? So I VQ'd at Future uh, okay. on April 1st. Oh, nice. And I, whoever, if anybody's listening to it, this that was at it, it was like probably have terrible memories <laughs> of that workout because what we did was we ran over to Chicago Hill. Oh, and we basically I would read out a riddle, and if we got it wrong, we'd run up Chicago and back oh. down. And I think we ru- ended oh. up running up and down like four or five times. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Not, not nothing. So funny. I went. It, I don't. I think it went poorly. I think <laughs> the the. Well, you know what? I should do. Uh, we'll do an anniversary queue. You should do that. But it won't be. It won't be Chicago Hill this time. Okay, some other hill. Surely, some maybe. other hill. Surely, maybe. Yeah. Wow. That's we'll a, try. That's not easier. Yeah, that's a great idea, man. Well, so what do you think from a leadership perspective? I mean, what did you learn from that or did it or did it help you gain confidence or what, what do you think was the benefit for you there? I think it, it does help me gain confidence because um, I'm sure people were like, I'm sure it seemed like I was unsure, which I definitely wasn't sure. I'm like, is this going to work or not? Are people yeah. going to like it or not? And now it's like, you know, I'm going to do what I think, you know, the packs need at the time, what I need at the time mm-hmm. when I queue a site. And if it goes poorly, you know, that's just the way it goes. If it goes great, then awesome. Let's, let's build upon that. Yeah. I love it. I, I love that idea, man. You're giving me all these I- ideas. I can, I'm going to nab from you here. Um, if it, I, I can't tell you, you'll be popular after the riddle idea of Chicago. I well, I'd nobody- recommend against it. I think, there was some there was some grumbling that day. Nobody comes to my workouts anyway, so it's kind of <laughs> like you know I, I'm already some for the five guys that show up. I, it's, it's, they know what they're getting into, right? We'll just do burpees, at, you know. That's right. We'll, we'll do burpees if they get it right, and we'll run if they get it wrong, right? Either either way is a <laughs> is a treat. No, I I love it. What um you know as you think about the other piece, then being a site queue. I mean, tell me what that was like uh, being a site queue at Ironwood. 
Um, it was great. I mean, the the guys that come to Ironwood week in and week out are just a great group of guys. Um, and being able to at CoQ with Rooster hmm. was a great opportunity because he's just one of those hymns that are just dependable. Like, yeah. doesn't matter what the problem is, he he'll be there for you, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll figure it out. Because I know early on in that when I was site Q with him, like we had our child born mm-hmm. and he took on all the responsibilities, scheduled all the cues months out, said, Hey, don't worry about it. I got it taken care of. Um, wow. Just having that support from rooster was, was awesome. I love it. Trying to get rooster on for an interview and he, and I think he's, he's hesitant. So I don't know, maybe you could put in a good <laughs> word for me. I, I'll, I'll, I'll nudge him a little bit. I'll nudge him <laughs> over a little bit. I want to hear his story too. I, I agree. I think he's just um, a really good guy, and uh, you know, just want to get get his story out there. But what what do you think you gained maybe from that psych experience, or was or maybe it changed your your view or perspective of of F three? I think I just felt more connected with with the guys, and you know, it, you, you get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. And having that opportunity to be a site queue, especially for a site like Ironwood, where the where the packs are just you know close, and you got a regular set of guys that are always there, um, I think it just made F three have a little bit more meaning to me, and just just enjoyed the workouts more. Yeah, well, it's really a unique site, right? It was the the first of its kind to have a you know, it's the first Monday Smurf and then, uh, and then a standard beatdown, right? I think we kind of modeled, um, Mission Forge off of that, right? Is, is very similar format. So I think you guys found a format that works really well. I'm curious, you know, from your perspective, like how, how was the process of finding a, a successor to take over the site? What was that like for you guys? Uh, I think the toughest part was just, you have so many guys at that site to choose from. Mm. It's like, all right, let's, you know, what would be really neat and, you know, hipster and rocket, mm-hmm. you know, the father son duo. We just thought oh, it would be so neat to have those guys yeah. do this site. They're here every week. They're, they're always great to see always smiling faces at the workouts. Everybody you know, mm-hmm. enjoys being with them. Um, and they're dependable guys. They're, we know they're, the site's going to be successful under their leadership. Yeah. Um, so from that point, that was easy, but there's just so many great guys at that site. Hmm. Um, and hipsters EH story is always fun. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love I don't know if I got the full EH story from hipster. What? Well, so he, we were at future one day and he was just working, you know, doing his own thing in the park and Tater went over and started talking to him and by the of end of the work, does. he came in yeah i mean it was it's one of those it's it's like a dream right we all want to eh the guy who's running by the bias in the park and you know tater convinced him i i do remember those separate instances where it's slow pitch and, and maybe gator were trying to eh a guy at i did a rod and and this guy was doing kettlebell swings on the field he would do like 10 kettlebell swings and then run 100 yards they tried to eh him and he just flat out turned him down so it doesn't it doesn't always work out but tater i don't know maybe we should maybe it should have been tater to go that's right yeah tater's got that magic touch you know it's that smile a little twinkle in his eye type of thing you know <laughs> um, how can you say no to that 
Yeah, it's tough. I, you know, so from a leadership perspective, I mean, do you feel like, how are we doing with sort of reinvigorating male community leadership? Like the, the, the VQ and the site Q opportunities, you feel like you gained some, some things from those experiences to maybe lead your family or lead at work better. Oh than yeah. It, it certainly gives you the confidence to be in front of a group of guys and say, this is the direction we're running. And this is the stupid crap we're going to do. And we're all going to do it together. And <laughs> it, 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 it's an important leadership quality to have that, confidence to say this is the direction we're going and this is how we're going to do it yeah i wouldn't say lead them down the wrong direction or yeah run them up chicago four or five times but yeah yeah the the sort of the the consequences of making a mistake right and within the f3 leadership role is pretty low right you're it's like right low stakes worst worst thing that's going to happen is people are going to be mad because i because it's really hard, you know, and we can always, you can always adjust and, and pivot, but no, I love that. I think for a lot of guys, like you said, it's, it's just the confidence, um, and, and being able to provide direction, you know, to other, other men or other people in the workplace too. Which... Oh yeah. And we, and we all make those mistakes, QN. Um, mm-hmm. like I, they had me, you know, come to heavy metal and they, they like their music there. So I, I, I play a, a smooth R and B playlist yeah. for them while we work out <laughs> and they have never asked me back there again nice. so, I, you, you know, know same here i did some running don't... during my heavy metal queue and i i haven't been asked back yet either but <laughs> no gotta keep to the heavy metal only weight lifting yeah what uh curious is r&b your is that your favorite genre uh, i i'm more of a i, I like all genres to be honest with yeah. you yeah. I grew up more listening to like country music. Sure. So I have a spot in my heart for that. Classic rock. I have a spot in my heart for that. And there's some modern pip pop that yeah. That's pretty good. Some pop music I'll listen to. Love it. What was one of the R and B songs on the playlist, you remember? Any any major hits? There's there is a lot of like when I was in high school, it was like R. Kelly, R. Kelly T Pain. Like some real smooth stuff. Nice. I'm like these guys are really gonna start, you know. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be intimate. Yeah, that's funny. It did, it did not get intimate. So, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I think that's. I always have this vision when I show up. If I have music, I'm just like everybody's gonna really be jamming out, right? It's, we're all, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. What you know when you think about. Um, maybe it's like your time as a site queue, or maybe it's it's like a new guy who's starting out, but. Anything that you feel like you've learned over the years that you would share with others that maybe, hey, if you're going to be successful, you got to do X, Y, Z or things that people should should make sure that they're trying to check out? I would just say, you know, kind of what was said earlier was you, you get in what you get out what you put in. And if you really want to get something out of F3, like show up to the events, go to the workouts, meet guys after for, for cafeteria, you know, I want to do more of the second F stuff with the lunches mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Cause I'm going to get more out of it if I do those things. And that's the one piece of advice I think, you know, any new guy should really, uh, look into. Heck yeah. Curious if you have any, um, any other fun, uh, stories or, or experiences that you remember that, that you'd be willing to share from F3. Oh gosh. Um, 
I can't think of anything at the moment. I think the R&B playlist at, at Heavy Metal is playing heavy in my mind of yeah. how poorly that went. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Where, where's Metallica? What the heck? Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah, you know, it's interesting too, right? Because like, I'm sure they were just giving you a hard time, right? Nobody really cared that much. Oh, nobody know? really cared. Like, it's all in, it's all in jest. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's just a, a bunch of guys. I, one time I, I used to bike because um, I used to live closer to Creighton Prep. So I'd bike down, I'd okay. bike down a heavy metal and taking dumbbells on a bike is just not, not feasible. Yeah. Yes. So for one workout, instead of taking that dumbbell, I took like the, uh, the rubber bands that you yeah. can do, like the heavy rubber bands that help you yeah. so I bring those down on my bike with me. And we're in this circle doing all these different lifts. I'm trying to figure out how to do these with these with this band that keeps getting away from me. Yeah. And Frosty is like on his butt on the other side of the circle, laughing his ass off. <laughs> they're like you're talking like resistance bands, right? But they're like Yeah, they're, resistance bands, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, not all the lifts we do in heavy metal work with the resistance band. I can that's tell you a, that from experience. Insight. I love that. Yeah. Wait, so you you used to be an East Omaha guy then. When did you move out, out West? So I moved in 2021. Oh, okay. So you've been been out there for a couple of years. Okay. For a few years, yeah. What about other, you know, kind of just some other fun questions here. Like what's your uh, favorite exercise within the F3 uh, Exocon? You have any favorites that pop up? What's what's the one that two step does? Uh, absolution. Absolution. There we go. That's my least favorite. That's your least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an eight count. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. Lots of plank and. Oh, my elbows are always raw after those. Yeah. What's what's one that you always put in your your workouts? I love the bear crawl. Okay. I like, like to think. Bear plague that i'm one of the fastest bear crawlers out there you do have you ever been up against uh crab cakes i have not okay he was a nose guard in uh in college or high school football so he's he seems oh, to he be, knows he knows a bear crawl then yeah he's definitely a bear crawler is that would you say that's your most favorite oh yeah oh definitely the bear crawl what is it about that one you know you're on all fours I have kind of like a nice gallop to it. So I almost okay. feel like a, you know, like an elk. Okay. Or Thanks. something out in, out of nature, just running free. Yeah. We could have named you elk. That would have been a, <laughs> <laughs> I like bear crawls in the winter time, right? When I get my hands in a spot where they just kind of slide down the snow and then I, you know, don't ever. Oh yeah, that's right. It seems as hard. Find an icy patch to just kind of like slide yeah. on through. Yeah, for sure. And how do you feel about burpees? We we were taking a toll for like a tally for a while, and it seemed like it depends on the rep count. You know, if we're below three burpees, you know, three or four burpees at a time, I can handle. If it's okay. ten burpees at a time, you know, those last four or three, it's it's a real pain. Yeah. And how do you feel about khakis doing hydraulic squats? <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. All right, I can't. I cannot disparage that. Uh, I love it. What um, anything else as you think of just your time in, in F three or maybe that you've learned over the, the past few years that you would share with with guys listening? 
get to know the guys. Hmm. Honestly, during the workout, you know, everybody's mumble chattering. It's a great yeah. time to get to know guys. I, I I like incorporating like string of pearls in my workouts. Oh yeah, because you have that run time in between to really catch up with with dudes on you know you know what's happening this week. You know what what's in front of you. Hmm. Uh, what are you looking forward to? And you know when I go back to remembering workouts and times like that, it's usually those moments where you're just getting to know a guy and for sure getting to just catch up. You know, that's a great point. I guess I, it makes total sense, but I've never, I haven't necessarily connected the dots there with a string of pearls workout. Um, that's sort of what we've always done at, at paradise. Although I heard red Ranger yesterday, maybe didn't do that, but uh, I feel like <laughs> there is that opportunity when you do a string of pearls to really have the, it's almost like the same conversation you get on a pre-run, right? Only just kind of mid, mid workout, um, which is great. Gosh, you're you're full of a, a lot of insight here, Dome. So I, you know, appreciate that. You're the, you're the first person that sold me that plague. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll come back for another yeah. interview. Um, well, you know, I guess I'm curious, um, sort of in that same same vein. I mean, any insights? I know some guys are like maybe don't know like how do you have a good meaningful conversation or is it, is it just about asking good questions, being a good listener? I mean, what, what do you, what's your take on that? Um, I don't know if I have a take on it. It's just, mm -hmm. I'm interested in the guys and I just want to get to know them better. Yeah. I mean, everybody's friendly. Everybody's nice. Everybody's, you know, looking forward to something or facing a challenge or has some exciting trip they they, they want to talk about. Yeah. And, I, and I love hearing it. I love learning more about the guys. And every time I'm with a guy like U-Haul or something, I'm like, hey, how's your daughter doing, man? How, what's the what's the big milestone that she's going through type of thing? Or, yeah. Um, you know, any one of the guys, they all have a story. They all have something interesting going on. Hmm. So it's just fun to, to learn more about them. Heck yeah. Yeah, I, it's so simple, but you're spot on. I mean, I think it just, it, it doesn't have to be anything complicated, right? It's just get to know people, ask them questions about what's going on in their life and then, and then listen and follow up, right? I mean, I think that's in simple terms, right? Just build relationships and, and stay invested. I love that. What, um, you know, as you think about, you know, maybe a little bit more of a serious question for you here, but um, as you think about sort of your, you know, so the, the Q source. And again, so that there's sort of four quadrants, right? So there's, there's get right, live right, lead right, and then leave right. And that, that fourth quadrant really talks about sort of like legacy, you know, and, and I don't know if you've thought much about sort of what you would want your legacy to be, but any, any thoughts there, sort of your, the mark you're hoping to leave on, on the world? Um, God, that's a, that's a great question. And something I should think about more. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm at that stage where I've really thought about it. Yeah. And maybe I should think about it more. Because that's, I mean, that's a great question of, am I doing the things now to leave the legacy that, you know, makes life better for my kids and those I leave behind? And um, Have you thought much about it, Plug? I, you know, it's funny. So it's a question that I, I started asking guys and then Pony told me to stop asking it. And since he's not here, I figured <laughs> I would ask it. Um, 
you know, I, I have, I think, um, I really just want to be, I want to be consistent, you know, and I, I want people to know, um, that, that I am loving, right. And I try to love people for who they are, where they are. And I also, um, I think I want to be known as, as somebody that, um, was a good leader, you know, but I, it's, it's a tough question, you know, and I think sometimes it changes, you know, I think when I think about my kids, and my wife, I, I want them, I want to be present, you know, I, I want them to like, remember me for the things we did together. Not like dad was on his phone or too busy working or, you know, I want them to know that they, they're a priority for me. Um, but yeah, well, it's something we probably all need to just be thinking about and refreshing, you know, and making sure we're aligned. That's, oh, well, that's great. Like I, that's something I definitely need to think about. I used to be very much a, a workaholic and still sort of am. Um, mm. So I'm trying to find that time with all those ones that that you love is is, is important. Yeah, for sure. Well, what um, you know, you're you're talking about sort of you know asking guys about challenges or things that they they have going on. I mean, for you, anything currently that maybe we could be praying for you about, or when we see out there, we should be checking up with you on. You know, just surviving parenthood. Mm-hmm. Our little girl, she's cute. Just the cutest, most beautiful thing. Like, love her to death. But she is crazy. <laughs> Anything she can climb, she will climb. Yeah. If if the front door is left ajar, she will run towards it and try to run outside. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're still trying to figure out, all right, what, you know, how do we keep her safe? You know, what's yeah. the right way to parent? We're always, I'm always questioning myself. I was like, am I, am I doing this right or not? So, mm-hmm. you know, pray that, you know, I don't screw our daughter up too much. Yeah, man. If you figure out how to, how to be the the best parent, you let me know. I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've been through it a lot more than I have plagued. Yeah, I might yeah. have to come to you with questions later on. You know, it's, it's one of the most difficult jobs, right? And I think, um, something we maybe don't do enough is, is get advice from each other on, on parenting. You know, I, I showed up to a Murph the other day and cataracts was there and he's an expert, right? He's got nine kids. So clearly he knows what he's doing. And I, I essentially what he told me was just so helpful that like, there's not a perfect solution. Other kids go through this same thing and you know, here's a couple things to try, but, but it was like, it was so helpful to just know, like, we're not the only ones. We're not the first ones that have a kid who's going through, you know, overthinking and worrying, you know, is what sort of my eight year old struggling with. So it was just so helpful to like hear that and just be validated in like, you're doing what you can, you know, and, and here's a couple things to try, but don't over, you know, don't worry too much about it. So I think this idea of like messing up your kids, right. I, I think, um, I don't know if it's possible, right? They'll turn out just the way SkyQ wants them to. So, right, yeah, man. Well, hey, this is this has been great. I appreciate you just taking time uh, to talk me through your story, and I'm excited for other guys to hear hear a little bit more about you. And I just, I, yeah, I think you're phenomenal as leader and and man. It's great to just hear that you're leading your family well, and hopefully, I'll see you out in the gloom soon. I need to get down east more. I right, you, you definitely do plug. Yeah. All right. And if you, if you queued, you know, down East, I'll be that 
fourth or fifth guy that shows up for All you. All right. Hey, maybe we should co-queue. We can do. We can do a. We could do a co-queue. Yeah, for right. April Fools. All right. I'm gonna we'll do an April Fools co-queue. Hey, especially now that you live out west, right? We could probably do like a Golden Spike or you know. They got any nice hills like like Shirley or Chicago? We could. No, I I've heard that uh, Catamount Complex has Shirley's older, meaner sister named Bernadette. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but, but I don't know. Um, awesome, man. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll connect on that. Let's uh, we'll wrap up with a little namerama here. Sound good? And thirty-one dome. Dome. Brandon Flaherty, thirty-seven. The plague. Boom. Plague. All right. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Thanks. Have a good day. Yep. Bye.